Hey, this is Steve-O from Clipwing and In Two Months, and I want to invite you down to the Beer Boutique at 910 Region Avenue. We're your premier destination for all malted beverages in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Pride ourselves in providing a unique experience for each person who walks through our doors. So whether it's local, craft, succulent cider, or seasonal refreshments, we carry the brands you seek as well as those you've yet to discover. Come see us soon at 910 Region Avenue. That's the Beer Boutique. See you on the other side. I gotta admit, this is a bit of a weird episode of the podcast. If you've been involved in the local punk, hardcore, pop punk, skate punk, whatever you want to call it, scene for the past few decades, really, you probably know the name Steve Nelson. Steve-O has been in bands dating back to the late 90s in Insanely Unsound. He had a lot of success touring with High Five Drive. He's kind of known for playing in four or five bands at once. And these days, he's whittled it down to playing in Clipwing and In Two Months, both of whom have been on the podcast at some point over the years. So he's still playing in those two bands, still very active in the local music scene, but he's also kind of Winnipeg's newest beer baron. Steve-O is managing the Beer Boutique, which is something he's really passionate about. And normally, you know, it's a music podcast. I want to talk to artists about their music, about their records, about tours, and we do get into all that stuff with Steve. But he also talks a lot about his business. We actually recorded the podcast in the Beer Boutique. and. Like I say on the show, I'm not a big drinker myself, but Steve kind of made the connection between DIY and the whole craft beer thing that's going on. So it's pretty interesting from two perspectives. I mean, you get to hear Steve talking about his new projects with his bands and some of the background about his role in the local music scene. And he also talks about this beer thing, which is, you know, even as a non-drinker, I can tell is becoming a big thing in the city and elsewhere. And so I realize that at times it might sound like just an advertisement for the business Steve is managing, but it's really not that. I tried to keep it as much on topic for the, what the podcast is about as possible. Steve has always been an extremely passionate guy about the local music scene. He's been really supportive of bands, of this podcast, of just everything that's going on, and he's really, really passionate about the beer thing. So it's kind of a fun conversation. Uh, I learn a lot. I mean, again, I'm not a big drinker and I didn't know too much about it, but uh, yeah, it's a guy who loves punk rock and loves beer and loves talking about both of them. You're listening to Garbage Show, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. This is a bit of an unusual uh, episode, I think. I'm, I'm here with someone who's been on the show, what, three, four times now? I think it's been three it's, or it's four times. It's been a times. bunch, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. in a, maybe an unusual setting. Um, so Steve-O has been on the show as a member of Clipwing, as a member of, um, most recently, you were on within two months. Yep. And I'm sure you've been on before. It feels like you have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Team Steve, I think. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Team Steve. Some yeah, other yeah. endeavors yeah. that we've done along so, the way. So, you know, you're a yeah. familiar name and voice to the podcast, but... We're not in a familiar spot, I guess, because we are at your work, mm-hmm. which is maybe a little bit odd. You know, usually I'm doing these in people's jam spaces or basements or back of their cars or whatever, but we're in, in a beer vendor right now. Yeah, and usually I hate my work too, so I probably <laughs> wouldn't have you down. Right, 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 case. right, right. <laughs> but I think that, like, you know, you've been talking about this place you're working at for a while now, yeah. and uh, it seems like kind of a cool place to do this. Um, 
in part because you know obviously the punk rock thing is yep. still very strong with what you're doing, and this seems like it has a few similar connections in terms of the whole DIY thing. Uh, like, full disclosure, I'm not a big drinker. Yeah. But I have admired the craft beer scene and stuff, you know, f- from a distance almost because it seems like it shares a lot of those qualities with kind of the punk rock scene we grew up on. So. Yeah, of course. So what what are we doing? What are we doing here? Like, who, <laughs> where are we? And yeah. Well, I guess that that it, it depends how I go like that, but. Uh, we're here at 910 Regent Avenue, so we're out in the east side near Transcona. Basically on the moon for me, but I found it. Yeah, yeah, quite, quite. And it's a little ways away from me too, being yeah. from Osborne Village. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I don't really stray too far from that area. But uh, there, an opportunity came up this summer. I was working at a tech developer, and I was enjoying my job. Everything was good. And, but uh, I saw this thing pop up on Indeed, and it was for to manage a beer store. And they were looking for someone who had hotel restaurant experience. Sure as well as had some experience in the digital marketing end of things. So I didn't think too much of it. I just kind of put like a lot of people do like interested. Yeah. And I started getting messages and it was like uh, from the manager of the Best Western Hotel and was like, are you interested in this position? I'd really like to speak to you about it. Um, of course, craft, being craft beer and being a huge craft beer yeah. drinker, like I right away I was like, well, that's kind of the dream job. But what, what, what could go wrong here? I mean, right, if, it, right. if it meets what I'm looking for financially, I, I don't see why I wouldn't explore something like this. Yeah. And sure enough, it just it turned out that uh, the manager of the Best Western, Stephen James, is just a fantastic guy, and he was he entrusted me with taking on this uh, yeah with this beer store, and uh, now here we are. I guess about who I started it is about June 20th when I began, and uh, here we are, and now it's a fully established thing. You know, about yeah. say about 80 percent of the way there. Still some work to be done, but. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. It's, it's funny because, you know, like you said, you usually hate your jobs. Yeah. And I think that, like, it's very rare to have someone that I talk to on this show as a musician who actually enjoys their job. Because usually a jobs for people in bands are kind of a stopgap thing they do between tours, right? And you have tons of experience with that. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. And, yeah, working in the restaurant kind of thing, I kind of miss being in front of people. I honestly was getting stuck behind the desk. I was like, ah, you know what? I don't think this is the right place for me. If I can't be on the road touring with my bands, then I want to be doing something I love. And I think... There's so many parallels between the Winnipeg music scene and the craft yeah. Winnipeg yeah. scene, you know? I'm seeing it now, like you said. Well, yeah, it seems like it has uh, at least some of those DIY elements, right, that, that, that we came up on in the punk yeah. scene. And so uh, as someone who, again, you know, I, I've, I know people who are into craft beer. I've been around it, but I'm not a huge beer guy personally. Yeah. So what, like, how, how do you describe what's going on here in Winnipeg? Because this is fairly recent, right? Like, this is- yeah. So there's been a really a, a big boom in the craft scene uh, recently. Uh, obviously, being on this end of town, I think people tend to think that a lot of the beers that people are going to come by here are going to be the standard kind of brands sure, we yeah, used yeah. to, like the core yeah. brands, you know, Budweiser and Coors and Labatt's, you know, that kind of thing. And they de- and they definitely do. But there's definitely a wave for that's moving towards local. And okay. they say the market is made up of about a 92% share of Budweiser. Wow. And like the big brands, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. there's about an 8% share that's craft. And that's growing and growing. And it's so cool to see that this 8% aren't fighting with each other. They're supporting each other, yeah, yeah. you know, just like we did in bands. Sure, sure. Which, and they're, they're fighting that 92%, you know? Which is, we're always gonna cater to that crowd. I mean, everyone has different tastes. And of course, if you like Budweiser, you're welcome to down to the, but we want you to come down yeah, to the beer yeah, yeah. boutique. Yeah. We've got lots of it, but we also want people to realize that we've got a really good thing going on in Manitoba. And further to that, it's really good beer. It's well, not that, just that like helps, right? a yeah. good thing, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's a good thing, but it's really good beer too. And it's getting better. Yeah, that's cool. And it, I think it's, 
again on the timeline here, like it's been only a few years since they've been allowed to do this, right? Correct. In Manitoba? Yeah. 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 And in order to have a beer store, you have to, you have, to have a hotel. Okay. Now, okay. We're, the beer boutique isn't affiliated with Best Western, but it is owned by the same owner. And you're right right there. Yeah, yeah. right here besides. Yeah. So it's very convenient for people who are up from out of town and want to experience some, like, local beverages. Yeah. We have, like, more than enough in terms of supply. And we also, currently on tap in the restaurant, we only have local beer. Oh, that's cool. So that's really cool, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I definitely see the parallels, like the 2% fighting against the... It's like Indie labels versus major label, major labels kind of thing, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm not gonna lie, a lot of these like small crap brewers they end up getting bought up. Yeah. Just like the small bands got totally, bought totally. Up, yeah, you yeah. Know? Like, and you see a lot of them sponsoring shows and stuff too, right? Like I mean, I've seen a lot of yeah. breweries like just putting on shows. Yeah, even putting on shows yeah. in some of their some of their rooms, right? Or so, even yeah. like at the Handsome Daughter right now, they have the Tap Takeover. Right. That's happened now with Sucrums, and I okay. and it's coming okay. up right away again. And uh, they're doing it with Devil May Care, which is super cool. Like that they're willing to go, hey. We're gonna take beer, our beers down to feature your beers. Yeah, and yeah, let people yeah. Try something new. Yeah, it's super cool. To so the community thing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So does do, does doing this job give you the time you need for your music stuff? Like, are you able to balance it? <laughs> it's funny. Until recently, no. Okay. <laughs> but okay. yeah, until now that I've got a really solid team in place, like I, I've really got a family thing going on here. They, I, I'm able to step away now and start rehearsing again. I mean, it was 12 to 14 to 20. Like, honestly, like there was a couple days that were like 18, okay. 20 hours. Like, I mean, I was not Just getting sleeping. it up and running? Getting thing? it up yeah. and running. Like, you know, building, shelving, painting, ordering, you know, marketing, all that kind of thing. It takes a long time, especially when you're the only one doing it. So finally, I'm... I've, the team's in place. We've got some really good procedures. We're not a franchise, so we had to build all that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now I got a team I can depend on. I'm able to get back to the music and the things I love, and you know, and share some of that with them. And I just happen to work with some musicians as well. So that's it's really cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, that, I think that probably attracts a lot of musicians too. A place like this, right? Cause, right. Again, the connections between the community and, and musicians tend to drink. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you enjoy exactly. beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah.
So who, who are you playing with now, music-wise? I mean, I, I know In Two Months is still... Yep. And Clipwing as well? Clipwing in, in Two Months. Uh, in Two Months, we're well into writing cool. our third full-length record. So that that's going really well. We've got a show coming up in uh, December on the 27th. We, it's kind of like a surprise. We're going to announce okay. the bands okay. one at a time. And there's some really cool bands playing. I, I promise that the people that listen to Witch Police are definitely going to know all the bands that are playing. Cool. We just kind of want to tease them, almost like a Christmas advent calendar kind of thing. But there'll be more to come on that real soon. Right on. Yeah, and then Clippers, we got a show. Uh, also, can't really talk about it yet, but Death Cassette, who's been on the yeah, show yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, recently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they have an album release coming out, and Clipwing's going to be supporting that. Nice, cool. We got a new drummer with Dylan James, so we're really excited to get right back to cool. it. Cool. So. I guess it's been a while since Clipwing has put anything out, right? Like, record-wise? Record-wise, yeah. We've, uh, we've recorded recently four songs about a year. Like, it's been just under a year ago. Okay. Haven't been released, but we have another, like, six or eight that are in the works, and we're going to put those all together for, hopefully, the first Clipwing full album. Cool. Well, yeah, I guess you haven't, that's weird that you haven't done a full-length. I know. You have a couple things. You have, couple you have, records, you have that split yeah, record, yeah, yeah. you have a tape out, right? Yeah, 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 and that kind of thing, too, so, yeah. Cool. Maybe this is a weird question. I don't know, and if you don't answer it, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. cool with it, but, um, you know, in the news lately, the liquor store thefts are a big deal, right. and you're working in a beer store. Like, what do you guys have to do to kind of deal with that kind of stuff? I don't know if you've had those problems before, but in terms of, like, just preparing for the potential of that happening, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, knock on wood, or should I say knock on stainless steel, that <laughs> that hasn't happened here. We haven't experienced that here yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, that's thankfully. Uh, I don't doubt that it's gonna, something like that's gonna, would happen or could happen very soon. Yeah. Um, right now, luckily, we have the benefit of working in a really nice beer store. It's a really good sense of security system. Yeah. We have lots of cameras. Um, not that that's going to deter anyone, but it, well, it hasn't it, yet at the liquor marts, right? It, it yeah, hasn't yeah, at yeah. all. And the staff, I've made it very clear here with the staff that you know, it's never worth putting your your life in risk for anything, yeah. for, for anybody, especially because, beer. Exactly, especially <laughs> beer. Yeah. And I, I tend to think that the reason why they haven't thus far would be due to you know, it's like a high priced item with spirits, and there's yeah, not yeah, a resale yeah. value there. Whereas craft beer is maybe not going to have the same appeal on the internet to you know to somebody, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and but yeah, it's it's really unfortunate. I really hope that they get a real good clamp down on things. Nonetheless, we're prepared. It's it just it sucks for private businesses. I'd hate to, yeah. for it to turn into I, like a consumers distributing thing. Like or well, we know. Even for those who don't know, consumers yeah. distributing, you have to literally have to go pick through a catalog, give them a number, and then they walk up your product to your whatever yeah. tape or with tape deck or whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. I bought an Atari 2600 there when I was a kid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, okay, the, the counter-argument to that, though, is like the pot shops do it that way. And they True. kind of were introduced that way, though. Like, I mean, I, th- I think that maybe the uh, the issue holding a lot of people back for liquor stores and beer stores is they're, they ha- they're used to this idea of being able to go look at that big wall of beer, right, and then yeah. pick what they want and browse. So I think that's like, that's, I think, what's holding people back from that consumers distributing model because they, they want to shop and browse exactly yeah. yeah and like you guys obviously encourage that yeah that's the thing and I would hate to be like especially like a local craft brand and I can't show my brand you know I'm right. proud of my brand you just see a name on a list with 75 it's, other exactly. names exactly yeah. and it's not like food where it's really something you could just go taste each one you know and get an idea of <laughs> yeah. that branding is so important sure you sure. know to the to each of these brewers so. well and I've noticed uh, you know a lot of them have just like really awesome art on them yeah, and that it kind of draws you. It's like, oh, cool. What's this? You know, exactly. the name is hilarious or something, and it'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and a lot of times it's a local artist too, which is cool. Cause that is very cool. Yeah, yeah, we're we're sharing in that. Totally. Yeah, yeah. It's just to get more DIY opportunities for. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. And um, 
Yeah, and a little further to that, I'm really, really fortunate enough to work with some really awesome people who, who do marketing in-house right here at the cool. Beer Boutique, which cool. is something a lot of craft vendors aren't doing. And, uh, you know, or I shouldn't say craft vendors, I should just say vendors in general yeah, are yeah, doing, yeah. is like putting some really good marketing pieces behind them. You know, it's only attractive if you can see it and yeah. you can really, you can visualize having that drink. And I don't know, I think what we do here is a little different than some others. And I think people are catching on to that. And yeah. How, how, this would be a ridiculous question, but how far are you from blending the two interests of the punk rock and the beer store? Like, is there, are you going to have shows here? <laughs> I would. Yes. yes. Monty Melanchuk here from the Beer Boutique in the background is saying yes. That's a thing. He's currently taking a picture of our beer Christmas tree. There will be no circle pits around the beer Christmas tree. I have, you know. um, but like, is that a kind of, I mean, is that a thing that could happen? The, you know what? I don't. I don't know about shows in particular. Uh, maybe someday down the road, maybe you know, some get some acoustic like yeah, a yeah, solo yeah, artist in yeah. here or something, play some tunes, and you know, I mean, but the future is wide open. I selling beer is our focus right now and supporting the local scene as well as local food we really do want it so if there's also if there's anyone listening to witch police right now who has a product and they're from manitoba come down and pitch it to us to the beer boutique because oh, cool. yeah we really want to support local we the last thing we want to do is just fill our shelves with a whole bunch of like frito lays you know yeah, or yeah, yeah. that kind of thing yeah like, would you have food at the moment or is that yeah you're... actually beneath we got a selection here oh, monty, right on. monty right on. here he's got uh the old Dutch Arribas. What else we got, Monty? Old Dutch Nacho. We got the uh, Taco Shack. We got oh, yeah. the La Cochina. If you haven't had yeah, La Cochina, amazing, they're yeah. great. Yeah. Fantastic chips. We got your variety of salsas. You know, your old Dutch <laughs> salsa. Um, oh, barbecue. We got sour cream. We got sour cream and onion in ripple and in regular. Mexican chili. Mexican chili, everyone's high school favorite. Uh, <laughs> We got a selection of barbecue sauce from Lake of the Woods as well as oh, right on. dressing and yeah, barbecue rubs. Beef jerky, if that's your thing, you know I'm vegetarian. I yeah, know you're too, vegan yeah. or yeah. vegetarian, so probably not ours. But no. I'm looking to. I've I've been trying to get in the vegetarian jerky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some time now, and I haven't had any response from the rep. So if you're out there, please <laughs> answer, <laughs> Mr. Biltong. We're gonna carry him in the new year. So if you're into local beef jerky, he's actually from Old Bank. So. So, I guess how how does how does a job for you become? Because you're obviously passionate about this, and like before we even set this up, you've been talking about it on social media a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it's more than just the the average job. I mean, I've had jobs that I like that I'm not necessarily shouting from the rooftops like, "Hey, check out this job!" Right? Yeah. So, I mean, how does this become more than a job for you? Because it seems like right now it is based on the way you're, you know. Like, we're talking about the beer store more than we're talking about punk rock right now. You know I, I, mean? I know, I know. How does it become more? Yeah. I, I don't know. I guess because it's just that hard to detach yourself. And, you know, just like being in a band. I, yeah. I talk about my bands because I love the people in my band. Sure. I love the people I work with at the beer boutique. I really mean it. It's not like, it's not something where I dread seeing these people every day or I'm like, oh, that person, you know, so fake. I can't believe I have to deal with that yeah. again today, you know? Like, I really do like the people I work with. And that's the thing. When I go home at night, you know, like... I even get heck from Katie all the time. She's just like, just put your phone down for a second and stop thinking about that place <laughs> and just think about the rest of your life going around yeah. or like around outside of it. But it's because I like it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hopefully going to hit that. I, oh, I shouldn't say 50-50 balance between the job and the band. Yeah. Because I still have that whole relationship component. I still have to fit in there too. Sure. You yeah, know? of course. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be 33-33-33. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so... 
So like, what happens if you need to go on tour? Well, that's a good question. Because um, I assume you will. It hasn't at some been point. figured out. Yeah. It hasn't been figured out yet. And if if I have to slip away, then I'll just have to make sure I have the right people in place to take yeah, yeah. care of things while I'm gone. Yeah. I'm not, unfortunately I'm not uh, I'm not able to tour as luxuriously as we used to. Well, you guys used to go ridiculous though. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm kind of at the point in my life now where it's like, oh, you know, it's fun to get away. It's fun to be with the boys. We'll definitely do stuff once the clipping record comes yeah, out. Yeah. Like we'll definitely be doing stuff around that. But yeah. Cool. Have you thought about having local music played in here over like over the speakers? It's already happening. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, that was another big thing when we started. Eh? Monza was like, man, the more local music we can play, we can just tie everything local. I've got a whole local playlist ready to go. Nice. Yeah. So if you're if you're from the Winnipeg music scene, you come down, you know, chances are you're gonna have your, I walked in here on Saturday and Cody had rippers just a rock and oh, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Right this on. is exactly what I want to come into. Yeah. So. so is this like the culmination of the whole like, you know, us being teenagers playing in punk bands and stuff, and then suddenly you're basically running a beer store while listening to the same music anyway? Exactly, and then, yeah. yeah. And then and you're seeing I'm seeing that younger generation, the exactly the people that I want to see, you know, like the younger drinkers that are eighteen to twenty one. That's the people we would want to keep coming out to shows. Sure, yeah, totally. We, yeah, we yeah. want to tell these people they come in and they're like, Oh, did you used to be in a band my brother used to go watch or something? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, or yeah. My dad used to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> and I still yeah, or you're my dad and like, yeah, of course and I'm still playing. Here you go, yeah, you know, yeah, like I'm still around here. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's just another way to just talk, you know, and yeah. Even if you don't drink beer, I mean, we're really friendly people down here. That's why I say I think we're doing things a little differently than the typical vendor. Yeah. Very welcoming, um, very knowledgeable, the staff. And, uh, yeah, and if you want to talk music, I mean, you can come down and talk music with Monty all day. He's happy to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, that, that makes it a bit different, right? Then I, I, again, not to shit on the vendors or anything, or the DLCs or anything, but it's very kind of, um, well, it's a government Exactly. Facility, right? yeah. So this is a little bit different. The vibe in here, I can tell. Like, so that's, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. it's nice. We get to kind of like make decisions on our own and kind of run things, you know. So obviously not crazy, but being a boutique, we want to appeal to all ages, all demographics, guys, girls, whatever you may be. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. 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 So what, uh, like... Who are you? You just mentioned the, the kind of age range, you know, those people who their older brother would have gone to shows and stuff. Like, is that kind of the audience for this? This shop here, or are you? Yeah. Sort of, I mean, who, who drinks craft beer? A lot of I know a lot of people do, right? But yeah. Like, what's the what's the, the, the demographics for that? Okay, so it's it's crazy because it's it's a lot of the younger, like eighteen to twenty five. Okay. But then at the same time, it's the thirty five. Dem- yeah, that makes sense. Thirty five yeah, yeah. demographic. Yeah. That have kind of like grown and acquired taste of beer, okay, you know? Because okay. like if you throw an IPA in front of just anyone, and that's their first time like really having yeah. a beer, they're gonna be scared off. They're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, I can't drink this. I'm gonna, yeah. It's something you really have to warm yourself up to, just like music. I mean, sure, back in the day sure, when we sure. played the Broadway, right? Yeah, yeah. I go there. I think it was Grandpa's Army. I think in like Gizmo or something, or Insanely in Sound. Yeah, we played with Head Hits Concrete. You know, yeah. that was the first time I saw a hardcore band. Yeah, for sure. Bad band, probably to see in terms of well, a great band, but like your first yeah. hardcore show, like just absolute destruction, noise, like scared, not wanting to move. Well, yeah, I remember being at that Rockin's Racism show that happened at the Rendezvous with the Propaganda played and stuff in like '97, and uh, Malfaction played. I didn't know who they were. I was standing near the front. And like within two seconds of the first chord being hit, I was throwing halfway across the room. By a bunch <laughs> yeah, of yeah, yeah. And I was like, "This is amazing, but this hurts." Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I could like somehow 
compare that to like an IPA. You know, you're like, holy cow, this or a stout, you know? You got an imperial stout that's like 10% and it's like, whoa, geez, I kind of like this. I want to like this one day, yeah, but, but maybe I'm not quite there yet. Maybe I should keep going to these things and yeah, yeah. building that taste, yeah, you yeah. know? And like, yeah. It's a really weird comparison. But yeah. I know. <laughs> Yet, have people come in here recognizing you like oh steve-o like a number of times i've been fortunate enough to even just this last week we had some of our our good friends matt brown was in here the other day dylan dylan james is here dylan doesn't even drink yeah he's just awesome guy all together and super supportive yeah and he's been awesome like and been sharing it as well um keith duick from danger cat he was down here the other day um, just hanging out. Solomont was down here. He's he down comes here regularly. Quite, quite a bit. Yeah, he's in here. So, yeah. Um, who else do we have in here? Uh, Don McPhail yeah. of Manitoba Facial Hair Club. Okay. I should say Cody Gabrielson from Manitoba Facial Hair Club. He works here as well on okay. the weekends. So, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of bad people, I think, you yeah. know. And those who haven't come yet, please come and say hello. Because, uh, yeah, we'd love to talk to you and hang out and talk music and beer. Yeah, yeah, at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You can go ahead. Yeah, yeah it, I just wish you could actually drink a beer and talk music in here. But you yeah. can sample beer. Yeah, right, 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 right. It, it, what, are the, what are the laws around that? Like, yeah, I'm so there's sampling. Actually, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah, so of course we can do sampling of the growlers. So that you can't go just cracking open a can and yeah. serving it in here. Yeah. So I think the maximum they said, because I we had a tasting going on here and we had four craft brewers that were all doing tasting at the same time. And it was a maximum, I remember reading, 750 milliliters. Okay. I believe was the maximum. Seems like a lot. That seems it's, like a lot. We've yeah. never done <laughs> near that. But if someone's looking to try something on the growler, we'll pour them a sample. It's just little. Yeah, yeah. Like a half ounce so that they can get an idea of what the beer tastes like. 
and then if they really like it, hopefully come back. I should mention also we have every Thursday we have craft brewers doing sampling here. Cool. So if you want to, well, they come down here, themselves yeah. and bring. Yeah, yeah. Set up right here by the tree. The place where you should have bands one day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Set up beside the tree there, and uh, they do sampling here every Thursday. We're going to also be doing that with pairing with food okay. from the hotel. Okay. Cool. And uh, and yeah, and if you're here on the weekend, chances are you may see Budweiser or Molson or Moosehead set up doing samplings as well. That's cool. So so you do have the, the big the big brands too. There. Yeah, the big brown brands as well. But like, yeah, we we are all supportive of each other. We know what sells. I mean, you couldn't keep the lights on without a lot of brands, you know. Right. So. Well, and I guess that's the same, what you were saying before about the, the percentage of the market and it's growing obviously, but yeah. yeah. I don't think it's going away anytime soon and that's totally fine too, you know. Um, there's a lot of money that goes into sport and other kind of things as well. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So are you, um, are you the beer guy or the punk rock guy now? Like, <laughs> I know you I were know. talking about the percentages earlier, but like, you know, I, I've known you my, I've known you for a long time. Yeah. And it's always been, you are in... X number of bands, right? Yeah, I am still in the and bands, still and I still band, have yeah. punk rock in my heart, and you know it'll always be there, and it, just the whole DIY thing will always be there. Yeah, but I, I'm a beer guy now, living the punk rock DIY, do it yourself, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I don't think I would have done this interview if it wasn't you. You know what I mean? Like right. because I already know you and well, it's history and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But to, so some guy, some guy was like, "Hey, I have a beer story. You want to be on the? Can I be in the podcast?" I'd be like, "Well, no. no. <laughs> but it has nothing to do with the subject matter." Yeah, yeah totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I guess Sam, I got. I don't know, man. I, I'm right split, man. That's <laughs> yeah, a, such yeah. a tough call to make, but yeah, I'm, I'm the I'm the beer guy with the punk rock heart. Let's say Fair that. Enough. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. Sounds good. So, um, how do people find out? I mean, first of all, just to go back to the bands yeah. because that is. The main yeah. subject matter of the show. How does someone find out more information about the two bands you're playing in now? Do you want to hear some music, find out about shows, that kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram, both Clipwing, Clipwings at Clipwing Music, uh, and at In Two Months, In Two Months with In Two, like a number two yeah. months, you can find us. Uh, you can keep up to date with us on those, on the socials. We usually make most of our announcements there. Uh, in terms of, besides outside of that, finding Beer Boutique, yeah. if you're to look for Beer Boutique, Monty, my social media man, where can we find the Beer Boutique, bud? Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and it's Beer Boutique WPG is the handle for all three of them, I believe. Twitter might be different. Beer underscore. Beer, beer underscore Boutique. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But people search for Beer, beer Boutique. They'll yeah. Yeah. They'll, be the first thing pop yeah, they'll find us for sure. Cool. Yeah. And then do you like, I mean, this is maybe a dumb question, but as someone who's not super into the beer scene or whatever, do you guys list somewhere what you have, or is it basically just come down and see what you got? I am so happy you asked, Sam, because we are going to be launching an online ordering site. Oh, cool. So this is great for Winnipeg because you know it's cold out. So people are going to be able to go on the site, pick out the beers they want, right. pay in advance. And just come get them. Pull up in a spot and you see these cameras over there. We're going to see exactly where they pull up. Nice. We're going to run the beer out to them, check their IDs, and we'll put the beer right in. So they can definitely, they'll be able to find the beers that are in stock on the website. Cool. So that's going to be launching really soon. So that, we've got that. And yeah, I think that's probably the best way, or for right now, until the site launches, I mean, just come give us a visit. It's really worth the trip. Uh, I think people, when they hear about this place, they're like, oh yeah, it's just, you know, oh, Steve-O's got the beer store. I think it's a little more than a beer store, you know? I, it's not quite an LC, but it's more than a, more than the average beer store. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I guess LC would have all the other liquor as well, right? And you yeah, have, totally. Beer, beer. Well, yeah, it is beer, but I should mention, we do have a large selection of coolers as well, oh, yeah. cider. So, and we have non-alcoholic beer too, so. 
yeah, kind of like all over the place. Another thing too that I think really is something that speaks to the staff that we have in the building is in our first month open, uh, our staff worked tirelessly to get the word out there. Like yeah. Monty and another team member, Chris, I have just some advertising. They worked hard to like get the word out. We don't have signage right now, so it's kind of harder to find. But in that time, they worked, and the tips that they ended up making, we ended up donating the tips yeah. and flipping it into uh, a fund for MAD, oh, Mothers cool. Against hey, Drinking yeah, yeah, and Driving. Yeah, yeah. And we are able to come up with $864, which is... Just off tips? Just off tips. Cool. For, and that was for the first four weeks being open, awesome, which is yeah. like crazy, you know? Like, we were like, holy cow. And like, the impact that that made when we called MAD and they said, you know what? this is gonna take two people to a grieving seminar in Toronto. That was huge. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That was something where it's like, okay, now not only are we selling beer, but we're doing something really special for the community. That's really awesome. And so if you come into the beer boutique this month, you can know that the tips that you uh, put forth for the great service you're getting is actually going to Operation Red Nose. Cool. And we'll be doing a food drive for Winnipeg Harvest as well. So if you have canned goods and that kind of thing that you can uh, pass on to somebody a little less fortunate, then please do. Okay, cool. So if you like beer and punk rock, come see Steve-O. 
If you want to donate some stuff, you know, come see Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to pitch something, come see Steve. Yeah. You got an idea for the beer boutique? Come see Steve. Yeah. Pretty much just come see Steve. Come see Steve. And my the rest of my awesome stuff. Right, right on. Okay, so if you want to hear more episodes of the show, you can go to witchpeace.com. All 440 or so are there for free download and streaming, including all six million times Steve has been on the show before uh, with all those different bands. And yeah, you can also tune in on um, Sundays at midnight on 101.5 UMFM. And those are older episodes that get kind of a second boost like many months after they come on podcast form. So, yeah. you know, it's what, uh, end of November now almost. Might be like June or something by the time that it airs on UMFM. But by then you might have some new records out and stuff. Exactly, and yeah. You might be doing something else here. Maybe you got the Circle Pit happening. <laughs> <laughs> right? So yeah, it's kind of a cool added bo- added bonus. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right on. But yeah, it's, it's uh, cool to finally see this place after all of your social media uh, boosting of it and yeah that's for it. sure well thanks so much sam yeah, it's right really on. a pleasure man and it's great always to talk to you and uh keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a good thing well thanks man Strategy no less One more reason not to give up